morning. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How we doing? What's popping? Welcome to the official pre-show. Hope everyone's having a splendid morning. Hope everyone's having a good day as well. Going to have another great show packed for you all. We're going to be, of course, sharing the link around, and then uh, we'll get right in to the topic at hand here. You know what I'm saying? So, we will get it popping. Shout out Simon, the digger. What's up, bro? How you doing, dog? How you doing, man? Welcome. Welcome to the episode, of course. Your favorite PlayStation podcast. You know what I'm saying? There's, There's a lot. There's a lot of others, you know what I'm saying, but, but, but we have a distinct taste, you know what I'm saying. We have a we have a distinct feel. I would like to, you know, agree with. So I hope y'all enjoy. And uh, <clears throat> so, usually in the pre-show, you know, we uh, we tend to talk about games that we've been playing, etc. I'm gonna say one of the games I've been playing for the full episode because Christian would like that in the full-on episode, and he definitely wants to hear my full and uh, thought-out thoughts on that particular game. So I will be holding back on one particular game I'm playing. However, who we got? You should watch Tenjin Topa. I don't even know what that is, bro. But if you want to link me on Twitter, definitely go ahead and uh, link me on Twitter for sure. But I have been playing. Um, You know, so here's the thing, right? Uh, as far as my stand, as far as what I'm looking forward to in terms of gaming, right? Um, there's not a lot on the PlayStation Four. We do have Wolfenstein at the end of this week. That one I cannot wait for. But other than that, there isn't a ton of uh, PS4 games I'm getting after Wolfenstein up until Borderlands Three. So we have a nice little uh, cushion um, for me to explore. Or, you know, some Switch games, right? So I will be picking up, um, uh, what's it called? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 that will be bought and played. Um, I'm also thinking about picking up Mario Maker 2. And I'm thinking I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain I will be uh, also getting that as well. So that should be hype. But I have been playing lately on my Switch a little game called Stranger Things 3. Uh... I'm liking it. I'm liking it. It's it's uh it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, it's a nice just chill out game. You know, I don't, you know, I I'll just pop it on before bed, stuff like that. Play a little bit. I link you on Discord since I'm in. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay, cool. Bet link me on Discord. I have plenty of games on PS4. Sorry, my backlog. Yeah, let me know what your backlog is. So me, in terms of my backlog, Order eighteen eighty six is still there. But I recently, I don't know when I, I'm gonna play that. I wanna. Play that on stream. I want to do just like a one take, just stream of it. Um, I don't know if I'll get to it this week, just because this week I'm moving into a different room in my apartment. Uh, my other roommates are moving out, so I'll be having to, you know, redo my sub and stuff like that. Do the cable management again, so that'll be taking a little bit of my time this week. But I do want to get onto Order Eighty Six. I I just want to stream that in one go. You know, that's like my thing I want to do because I know it's a pretty short game. I do want to do that. I just don't know when I will uh, be able to do that. But hopefully it will be soon. 
But other than that, yeah, you know, there is a big game that I, I will again talk about. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we start the show. But yeah, man, I mean, pretty much for the next few... For the next few, uh, you know, weeks and months, really, it's going to be a lot of Switch games we'll be playing. Because Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, ooh, I'll be hearing good things about that game. I definitely want to play it. Um, Mario Maker looks insanely fun. Definitely want to play that. Um, eventually, okay, so what's what's officially on the back of, like, 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 yo, Kevin Mack, my boy, what's happening, bro? How you doing today? How you doing? Um, definitely what's in the backlog is the Horizon DLC I don't know when I'll beat that. I feel like that's going to be sometime in the fall. Um, but the day we announce, I mean, the day they announce the official release day of Last of Us Part 2 is when I'll be playing the Last of Us Left Behind DLC again. I'm waiting on that. I want to replay it. I'm waiting until we get a release date that will, again, then be a full episode of Road to Part 2. We will be uh, uh, doing a whole you know podcast dedicated to that. So that should be fun. And this week's topic on road to part two boys it's gonna be pretty good it's gonna be pretty good if you liked the paris game show trailer uh definitely tune in definitely tune in to that one because let me tell you something it's gonna be a doozy gonna be a doozy i'll tell you what oh we're getting an incoming transmission hold on is that is that my boy hello can you scream can I what? Just ah. okay. We're good. <laughs> oh man! So uh, uh, there there is a specific game, Christian. You know, we talked about beforehand that I have not said or mentioned. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Because I I think you want that to be main prime show content, not pre-show content. Yeah, let's open the show with that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so any. Oh, I uh, told the chat, you know, I've been playing uh, Stranger Things 3 on my Switch. Nice. Are you liking it or no? I'm liking it. It's all right. You know, um, I want to say it's to a similar vein as my friend Pedro, but a l- ever so slightly above it. I would s- actually, no, I can't say that. I'm only liking Stranger Things 3 mainly because, like, uh, obviously, if you've seen the season, I would recommend definitely watch Stranger Things 3 first and then play the game because it is explained just nice and quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of the conversations yeah. are the same, but you're definitely going to want to. Like, I feel like if you play this game and act like you're going to understand Stranger Things 3, it's not going it, to. No, it's, it's just not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I would I would recommend obviously watching the season. So, if anything, is more just, like, really cool to you know, see different perspectives of different things that happen in the show and stuff like that. It's just, you know, overall, I mean, it's just been my, hey, before I go to bed, play a little bit, play like half an hour or so, whatever. Super easy gameplay. The puzzles are actually pretty challenging for some of them. There have been some really uh, interesting puzzles that, you know, do take a lot of thought, you know, and they're pretty well well thought out. So overall, you know, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But... Other than that, I have my big game that I've been playing. But what have uh, you been playing? Anything? I've been itching, man. I've I am like two, I'm like two days away from just splurging and getting Mario Maker and Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, man. I am like right on the edge, bro. Yeah. Uh, in my free time, it's just been Mario Maker, really. Still. Mm. Um, I, I, I last episode I talked about Arkham City. You did. I haven't touched that since then. Mm. 
Um, I'm like right at the end though. Like I have the last sequence is like about to begin. I just haven't hopped into that yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then I'm going to finish off the challenges in that and then do new game plus and get the platinum from it. I see. So. I see. Yeah. Uh, we were going over backlog stuff during the uh, pre-show as well. Doom is on there. I didn't mention Doom. Doom is on there. So obviously my my backlog is Doom. It's Last of Us Left Behind. It is Horizon DLC. And it's Order 1886. Nice. Officially, those are like the top of the list backlog stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that. So yeah, because I was telling them that like, you know, there's not really a lot of games, at least on PS4, that I'm really wanting to play other than Wolfenstein at, at the end of this week. That's cool. But um, other than Wolfenstein at the end of this week, it's pretty much uh, pretty much Switch games up until Borderlands 3 for me, at least. I know you may be getting control. Yeah, unsure if I'm going to wait for Black Friday on that one or if gotcha. I want to gotcha. pop in $60 day one. Don't know yet, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Also, before we start the old Cross Circle podcast, uh, my room is a bit dark today and that's because i am officially moving into the master bedroom of my apartment so uh now there is gonna be so the place where i'm putting my desk at right it's Mm -hmm. a new setup i got a great black wood desk it's very big very nice i like it a lot um is that it is it is in front of a mirror from my closet door so that's gonna be quite interesting to deal with not sure what i'm gonna do there I don't know if I'm gonna get a, a, some some sort of green screen contraption. That might be. I, I'm not sure because I feel like you if y'all with the PlayStation flag, I gotta do something because I feel like it's gonna be very odd to see the back of my head <laughs> in the reflection. Probably, yeah, it's gonna be very odd, and to see the monitors. You know, I feel like that's gonna be. So I gotta think about that, but I will, uh, you know, figure it out when we have to figure it out. I think I'm gonna, but then I think either tonight. Or tomorrow during the day will be the official take up the setup and move into the which is going to be a feat that I won't and not looking forward to. Yeah, I bet. I got to redo cable management. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'll get a bigger room and and my own private bathroom. So nice. It should be all good. It should be all good. But I'm replaying Persona Five while still helping my clan and Conan Exiles. Interesting. Very nice. Very very nice stuff. Persona Five is a ten. Will I play it? Not sure. Oh, no, you never will. Don't even. Wow, Kristen has no hope for me. No hope. No hope. It's just too big. It's just it's too intimidating. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I totally. I mean, I totally. Yeah, I put 125 hours into that game. I was ready for more, and that's just too much for some people. It is what it is, man. But uh, ready to roll that intro and just get right into it. I am. Let's let's do it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of Cross Circle, the official podcast for PlayStation Source. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley. Joining me this week is Kevin Diaz. Good good evening, good morning, good good midday. After, good afternoon. After, there we go. There we go. It is I was looking for, for both it. of us. I was looking for it. I'm like, what? what time is it? Where are we? Are we in the Spireverse? I don't know. How Where you doing, are we? How you doing? I, I'm doing pretty good. Doing uh, good. You know, it's like... The middle of the summer now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is a PlayStation channel. It We're kind of dry right now. 
It is um, a bit. My Switch is living its best life right now. Let me I'll tell you, you something. I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to have to agree. Mm. I was at the barbershop getting a nice haircut. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, I had uh, uh, my 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 barber go, hey, is that one of the new Switches? Mm. And I'm like, it it, it 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 is a Nintendo Switch, but not the – she was talking about the Switch Lite. Oh, okay. And I'm like, no, ma'am. That's, that's, that's coming out towards like September, I think, or October. I forgot when. But um, she was very intrigued. But yeah, so the Switch is definitely getting a lot of treatment. You know, I don't usually like to bring my Switch out in public. I just do it to the barbershop because like it's like an hour wait until I get my haircut anyway. So I'll just pick around that stuff there. But yeah, that's all good. Switch is living the yeah. best life. Very much. So um, last week, I mentioned this in the pre-show last week. I said I was working on the Arkham City plat. No mm. progress in that. But mm. I know you are excited. Mm-hmm. Talk about your first experience Very with the Batman so. Arkham series. Mm. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. There have been two times in my life, and they both happened in the past like seven months, where I have played through a game that I know is critically acclaimed. I know a lot of people, you know, want me to play these games, etc. You know, but eventually, when I, when I, when I get to it, right, I felt twice where I'm like, man, I physically feel bad for not playing this sooner the first one was red dead redemption mm-hmm. phenomenal phenomenal game and even though i knew the ending of red dead no spoilers here i still enjoyed the ride i still enjoyed it but if i hadn't had known that ending it would have been 10 out of 10 phenomenal but it's all good you know what i'm saying right but uh i dipped my toe so you know i got home from work last night you know after i was very off two hours of sleep Whole whole entire day shift, two hours of sleep. That is a whole another story. Very unfortunate events. Not to me, but just in general. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it sounds like it, but it was it was very. You're, you're I getting in the mood though, because Arkham Asylum, worst night of Batman's life so mm, far. Mm, that's what the pitch is. Indeed, it's seem, the so, worst night in Batman's life because it all takes place in one night, and that's why it's a cool concept. Indeed, indeed. So you're getting in the mood for it. Yes. So last night, golf work. I'm like, man, I'm just itching to. I want to play something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what to play. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Load up PS now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I uh, started uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. And let me tell you something, guys. I am feeling the same feeling I did with Red Dead 1. Where I really feel very upset at myself for not playing this sooner. Because I am thoroughly enjoying this game. A lot more than I thought I would be. A so- lot more. Batman Arkham Asylum, fun fact, was the first next-gen game I ever owned. Wait, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, when I, when I, so, like, I grew up PS2 GameCube generation mostly. Right. And then the first next-gen console I got, not counting the Wii, because the Wii was part of that gen, but it wasn't the HD yeah. console. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, the first next-gen system I got was an Xbox 360. Oh. And... I had it for like a month, okay. but um, got a brand new 360. Came with Banjo Kazooie and Viva Pinata. First game I grabbed with it, Batman Arkham Asylum, because mm. I knew that game was supposed to be super good. Huge Batman fan, obviously. Right. Love Batman so much. Right. And that was the driving thing that was like always in my head. It was like, man, I really wish I could play that Batman game. Arkham Asylum is fantastic. I'm like big it. fan of. It. I'm liking that a lot. I'm liking um, it. I'm liking it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. 
Mark Hamill is the voice of Joker. Is that yes? Okay, okay. Because I heard it, and I know he was Joker. I don't know if he was Joker in these games. Okay, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So it's very, interesting very too. So uh, Joker is played by Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Batman is played by Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill both voiced Batman, or yeah, Batman and the Joker respectively. On Batman the Animated Series, gotcha. Mark Hamill has returned to pl- voice the Joker several times for different projects. Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy also. If it's a live, if it's an animated Batman, ninety percent chance it's his voice. It's Kevin like, Conroy. He is the guy. Right. He's the guy. Arkham Asylum and Arkham City are both written by. Um, I'm blanking on his name. I think it's Bruce Tim. It's the same guy who wrote Batman the Animated Series. Okay. So they feel sort of like we're almost at the point where it's like a sequel to the the animated series. Right. But it's a very clear distinction between like the history of those worlds. But like lots of returning voice actors from the animated series. Um, It's written. I think honestly, like the the Arkham series, Batman is my favorite Batman. The way Spider-Man PS4 is my favorite Spider-Man. It's your favorite Spider-Man. Interesting. Yeah. I see. I see. They just nail it. I'm just I'm just enjoying it i think it's pacing very well so far so to give you just a little parameters um i have defeated bane nice and i just left the bat cave in uh arkham island so you got the grapnel gun yes yeah yeah i i just got the claw yeah yeah so i don't know how how percentage wise that is or like i i think it's maybe hour half maybe two hours in like i still feel pretty early to the game yeah yeah Yeah. you're still pretty early it's like Probably maybe like a thirteen-hour game. Okay, I'm thinking about it right now. Okay, are you if you're playing on like normal or easy? I'm playing normal. Yeah, normal. Yeah. Okay, so maybe thirteen hours. Okay. I don't know. I see. But um, do I'm... you think you're gonna go for all the riddles? I have been. Just pick them up? I'm just picking up when I see them. I'm not really going for it. Um, yeah. it is quite interesting also to think like I, I just can't think so. Other than the PS2 era of licensed superhero games. Most notably Spider-Man. Most notably mm-hmm. Ultimate Spider-Man, developed by Treyarch. Interesting fact. Did, game. did not know that until like two years ago. But mm-hmm. very, very good game, right? Um, I didn't play any superhero games really in the PS3 era. Uh, you know, obviously skip down the Arkham series. Uh, there was Ultimate Alliance 2 during that era. There's a bunch of our Spider-Man games, um, etc. You know, I just didn't play those because uh, I was, you know, as one would call a Call of Duty fanboy. And just played COD all day, all night, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you know, Spider-Man PS4 was the first superhero game in a long time I've played, right? And it's really interesting to see how much I see this game in Spider-Man PS4. It's very much like, ah, they have yeah. collectibles that tell back lore. They, like, the combat is very similar. You know what I'm saying? Um it's just really interesting to see that. I'm just like, man, like, was would you say like the Arkham series kind of laid the foundation of like the modern day superhero game? Because or or was it just from the? Because I'm trying to remember honestly, like the like PS2 superhero games, but I really have a good memory on those because I haven't played this literally in probably close to like 12, 15 years or whatever, something like that. Yeah, so. I would say Arkham Asylum made like a bold. Hey, we're here to be like serious, legit, good video games, right? 
Um, Arkham Asylum, I feel like, was one of the first to take a license and really do something great with it. Um, and again, as far as, like, vicinity of, like, yeah, the old, like, Super Nintendo licensed games are good, but modernizing it in a way that makes it a contemporary game that we've seen the Arkham combat system lifted and put into so many other games because it works. Mm-hmm. And I personally, I feel like it never really hits the highs of the Arkham combat. Cause I feel like the Arkham combat's just amazing, but yeah, Arkham asylum, uh, definitely is the reason why Spider-Man PS4 is the game that we know it to be, 100%. you know, like I totally the combat that. is there. The stealth is there. Um, I'd say even the reliance on gadgets to a, a slightly different extent. Yeah. Um, where Spider-Man, the gadgets are much more oriented to combat and assisting you there where Arkham, it's a mix of using it in combat. I feel like Arkham city really makes it great for using it in combat, but so much of Arkham asylum and the reason why I loved Arkham asylum so much. And the reason why I said it was my favorite in the Arkham series is because it's pretty much a 3D Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Because you're progressing through Arkham Island, you're getting new gadgets, new abilities, returning to old environments, using those new gadgets to find new areas of the environments you've already been through. Yeah. And it's why I'm so hyped for Control, because I think when you really nail the tone of that and then just make the discovery of all those secrets feel awesome then you have just a really great game. And Arkham is just very tight. I, I have some complaints because I revisited Arkham Asylum last fall. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And if you're enjoying this, you're going to love Arkham City. Oh, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah, we would definitely be continuing that uh, this mm-hmm. week. Kevin Mack, nice comment in the chat. Spider-Man PS4 is indeed the best-selling superhero game ever in the U.S., yeah, that's I, is crazy. it is it overall or just US? I'm not sure if it's overall or just the US, but I know NPD reports just um, American sales. Yeah. Um, but the uh, the previous title, the previous holder of that title was Arkham City. Arkham City. So okay. gotcha. Now it's Spider Man. Well deserved. They made a good video game. I just uh, absolutely like a new Rocksteady DC game soon. <laughs> it's crazy. But, um, Four years they've been silent, but. I mean, <laughs> it's got to be something in the next 12 months, for I'm sure. assuming. For sure. So, But Spider-Man uh, PS4 is tied to our topic. It is, week. yeah. So that's a, a good natural hopping on point. Um, Spider-Man PS4, similar to Arkham Asylum, laid the groundwork, I would say, for the future of Marvel games. Indeed. Because Marvel games, since the Disney purchase, I'll say... Uh, haven't been too great. They've been few and far between. Lots of mobile games. The criminally underappreciated Marvel Heroes Omega, may it rest in peace. Um, <laughs> big fan of that one. Did you ever try that? Nah, no, nah, never. Much more Diablo than Ultimate Alliance is. Okay, interesting. And much more of a focus on online multiplayer. Lots of microtransactions because it was free to play. Right. But fantastic beat him up very good game interesting okay okay so spider-man ps4 comes out right yep the first i would say the first big initiative we've seen from marvel games i agree i agree like it, 
it definitely I feel like was viewed upon release and like still to this day that is like this is the game that's going to set the tone of what they're yes. kind of going for in terms of like console Marvel games as far as I'm yeah. aware. You know what I'm saying? Bill Roseman is the the spearheading guy of Marvel games. I don't know how long he's been there, but I've really seen him in the spotlight around the announcement and release of Spider-Man PS4. I know he's worked with mobile games. He's worked on like pretty much every Marvel game project that exists right now. Right. He's had his hand in. So not too sure like when he was brought into the fold, but he's the guy that is going to be promoting Marvel games now, you know? Right, right. So I think before Spider-Man PS4, we got uh, Telltale Guardians and we got the Marvel Lego games, which yeah. all real solid. But Spider-Man PS4, like we're saying, is the Iron Man to this new initiative. It's the Arkham Asylum to the future of Marvel games. Mm -hmm. Next up, mm. part two of this. Well, <laughs> technically part two of this is Iron Man VR. Another Sony exclusive, which I can't wait for. Yeah. But um, Grand Scheme AAA budget part two. The follow-up, the sophomore release for Marvel games is Marvel's Avengers. Indeed. Indeed, so, by Crystal Dynamics, mm -hmm. behind the Tomb Raider reboots, I think the majority of them. The I think first one, two, yeah. first two, yeah, yeah. Third one isn't, but yeah, okay. So uh, pretty good studio. Corey, Corey Barlog worked on Tomb Raider two. Indeed, so he's worked with this team before. Indeed, he did. Um, uh, and the uh, the current combat designer was was the combat designer mm. for God of War twenty eighteen. Yep, yep. And then I'm pretty sure, like, didn't he say, like, I I forgot if he was asked. If Thor's hammer, aka Mjolnir, is essentially Kratos' axe, and like he did, like a like a wink, nudge, nudge, like all right, like it's not literally, but essentially, yeah. Like <laughs> I think during E3 Coliseum, Andrea Renee was doing an interview with the uh, the team there, yeah. And the combat designer was present on stage. I think there was probably four or five people, and she was like, "Hey, I know what you did. Why are you hiding the fact that you were on God of War?" And you made that axe. Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things to be excited for with Avengers. And I guess the guiding topic here is talking about the future of Marvel games, whether we think they should cross over, if they will cross over, speculation there. Yeah. But I want to start, Kevin. Yes. Um, San Diego Comic Con was this weekend. Indeed. And Bayer that attended the Marvel Games panel, hosted by Greg Miller, yep. got a look at refined gameplay that was, like, when I say refined, it means changed from what the press saw at E3. Right. But it's the same demo. Yeah. Right. Um, have you seen the leaked footage of this game? I have. I have. I actually from have. From Comic-Con. Yes, I have. Okay. And I'm actually going to pull up to reference it. Cool. On the side over here, so I'll be doing that. I won't be showing it on the podcast. But if you're interested, to, yeah. it's out there. Just look up yeah. Comic Con Avengers game. You'll find it probably top three, it's, but we don't want to risk it. So. Yeah, it's it's out there. Obviously, we're not showing it, but I found that this one is pretty is a lot easier to find than the first time we got leaked footage. I don't know why. After being like loosey goosey with you know this footage or whatever, but it seems like. They're taking down the videos a lot less frequently than the first time we got mm -hmm. leaks around E3. So, but yeah, I mean, 
It's a much more clear view. A too. lot more clear. Oh my god! Because like the the first one, really, the only clear view, hundred percent, really, was um, Black Widow. Black Widow and yeah. like a little bit of Hulk, but this yeah. like you get a good chunk of everybody's combat. Yeah, it's 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 a really nice look at the gameplay. I mean, obviously, we want the gameplay to release, which they said that they'll be doing two weeks after Gamescom, I think, or a few weeks after Gamescom. I think the week after. The week after. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we will be getting you know straight up, hopefully four K, ten eighty p, whatever actual just gameplay uploaded you know instead of this off-camera stuff but this off-camera view is is a really really good view of it yes and um i don't want to dwell on this too long but we've had discussions about the avengers game already Mm. um i feel like i've been more excited for it than you have yeah um i don't know i mean like i i am okay let me just obviously i'm gonna buy a day one obviously i'm gonna play it you know what i'm saying uh, but I don't, like, there's just, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm not, like, wowed. I am excited for it. And, like, I will, like, it looks good. Especially this recent link that we got from Comic-Con. Like, it looks good. Like, it looks fun. Like, Thor looks fun to play. I think Black Widow. So you're Widow, going up on it now, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely on the uphill trajectory. Just not, like, over, you know, head over heels, blow up my skirt type deal, you know? But. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so I thought the uh, I was excited for it. I wasn't blown away, right, or anything. But I don't think I was expecting to be. Uh, I I'm excited for a a story to go through, experimenting with these Avengers, and I'm really excited to be able to play with my friends and form my own Avengers team. Yeah. yeah. Um, and based on the combat that they've shown, each character seems varied enough. Thor looks like he's a blast to play. Yeah, so I'm glad that Thor looks really fun to play for real. Thor, Thor was looks... the guy I've been claiming since they announced this game in 2017. I'm like, we can play together, but I got Thor. You know what? So like, back off. I'll make you a deal. If we ever play together this game, just give me Cap, and I'm good. See, that's interesting because Cap happy. is my alter. I'm happy. Just, just, yeah. just give me Cap, and I'm good. That's that's all so. I want to play as. That's it. So it's cool that we're feeling more positive about this game now because Spider-Man, similarly, I guess, like, end of the day, we weren't blown away, but we loved it. Yeah, we we had a very interesting, like, our review of Spider-Man PS4, I think, in hindsight, is, like, just super interesting because, like, I feel like we were only let down because we knew so much about the game. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would, like, that's kind of, like, what I boil it down to. Like, if we had known a little bit less going into it i feel like we would have had a better but then at the same tone even if you know like a little bit of spider-man lore especially the villains and the backgrounds of those villains you know about like the second you know hour. how the game's gonna go it literally i mean yeah literally within like the first hour because that character pops up right wait no i think he calls him during the intro yeah, yeah, yeah so it's so. like if you i mean once you hear his involvement you know what's gonna go down you know what i'm saying so yeah that was the thing, too. So, so. so with the Avengers, uh, obviously there's some sort of PlayStation connection here. Uh, they said numerous times that there's going to be exclusive content available on PlayStation. They don't. I don't think they've ever said the extent of that content. They uh, they no, we know we're going to be able to customize with gear, potentially weapons, costumes, stuff like that. I don't know if they would tie a specific character to only being exclusive on playstation um 
but we do know that for sure beta is first coming to the ps4 yeah which uh, do we have a date no or like a time frame no okay yeah I'm a, like if it comes out in april it's probably this year but like we've seen nothing hmm. yeah, i imagine it's definitely not within like the first few months i mean like the, the within the next few months i would say maybe january like november, might be december, yeah november december january might be a good time frame you know mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll so, see, yeah. Um, yeah, where do you want to break off here about, like, the potential connections to Spider-Man? Because I know so, you've made a video talking about Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm about to bring up. So, like, there's a lot of evidence, you know, to to make the claim that Spider-Man PS4 takes place in the same universe as the Avengers game. There's a lot, you know, like, he re- references that they're in the West Coast. Maybe hanging out on some beach somewhere. That's the joke that Peter makes. But uh, obviously, we you know open up here. The Avengers are on the West Coast, San Francisco, uh, opening up their new you know uh, I believe their West Side facility. Right, that's, that's kind of what they're doing. Or am I tripping? Yeah. Or, or is or is it just like the unveiling of the Avengers like hella carrier? And like I is think, that the base? So it it's I think the city is throwing them a celebration day. Ah, I think that's what it is. Okay, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So. They are on the West Coast, right? So maybe yes. this game is taking place during the events that's on PS4. And then, I don't know. Like, it's, there's, the, and Taskmaster, he, he does look different, right? From the Avengers game, from the PS4 game, but, you know, that's not here or there. So there, there are some tidbits and evidence to prove that perhaps they could be in the same universe. But I guess, like, I want to ask you is that, like, would, would you want that? You know what I'm saying? So here's the thing. Yeah. I think we have to like very clearly lay this out right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's doubt because unlike Marvel Studios with the MCU, the Marvel game universe, yeah, Bill Roseman has his hand in everything. He's a producer. Right. But so many like there's so many different like it's night and day between game production and film production. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like we're on the same road with this, but go ahead. Yeah. Marvel Studios is all under one banner. The Marvel game universe, as it exists right now, if it is real, Insomniac and PlayStation own Spider-Man. It's an Iron Man VR game. There's a Avengers game from Square Enix. Uh, and there's like some crossover like you said there was the west uh west coast thing the reference in spider-man the absence of the avengers in that game but there's taskmaster which is different sure he could have a different suit um iron man vr though we see tony stark iron man different voice actor different suit yeah um so like there's like it's it's hard to pinpoint um i mean i think if anything if they're if they were going to make a MGU, if you will, a Marvel Games universe, right? I think they would clearly distinctly, all right, the traditional console games mm-hmm. are part of the MGU, right? Yes, they could easily do that. And then the, you know, not to belittle the other platforms, but like our VR stuff is going to be, you know, maybe it's one off own thing. The Marvel Ultimate Lines 3, even though they have Yuri Lonthal voice acting Spider Man, um, you know, in that game as well that's off its own thing, you know, because it's not, like, the core, like, you know, uh, PlayStation, Xbox, PC type, you know, platforms. Like, I could see that, right? 
But I think in essence, like, it'd be difficult to pull off, you know? Yeah, and I think it's hard, too, when there's the walls of exclusivity, too. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that Spider-Man should be on everything. Because I am someone who thinks exclusives are cool. Like, I don't think that we should do away with exclusives. I think exclusives have a fun sort of attitude to them, you know? Right. Where it's like, yeah, you can only play Halo on Xbox. You can only play Uncharted on PlayStation. I think that is fun, and I don't think it's, like, withholding great content from people. I think it's just companies, obviously, using great content to sell their machine because they are so similar now with the internals. Absolutely. So it all comes down to software. So I... I, lo- I love Spider-Man so much, but I only have an Xbox, and I can only afford an Xbox, and all my friends are on Xbox, so, like, I can't just sell it. That's rough. Yeah. But I think, like, realistically, what I could see happen in the future is PlayStation gets Spider-Man. Maybe Xbox gets their own character. Mm-hmm. And then Avengers is multi-platform, hmm. and then all three of those series tie into each other, maybe? Yeah, or maybe it's, like, maybe it's a similar, like, you know, connectiveness with the current MCU to, like, the Netflix series uh, that that are Marvel and the mainline MCU movies, right? Like, the shows are still a part of the MCU, but the show's events never affect the movies. The movie's events affects the other tv shows right yeah and i could totally see it being like that in the end yeah so like i could see like the avengers game being kind of like what the movies are in that relationship in terms of like all right this is the main like you know plot point if you will whatever and then the the games just reference that but the but i mean by games i mean like the side exclusive games right like yeah. for example on ps4 right like but they um but they never affect the core multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that could be something, you know, but at the end of the day, like, I feel like it'd be so difficult to like really coordinate all this. Yeah. You and know, you could say that's what Bill Roseman's job is right now. Like maybe he's trying to lay that foundation. Yeah. Um, and it would be interesting because it would be sort of a, on the software side, a synergy between PlayStation and Xbox still. Because we've seen them sort of start to warm up to being mentioned, you know, in the same breath as each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think if you do have something like this, that is, for all intents and purposes, the way we've been talking about it, as Avengers is what creates the ripples for the exclusive series, then you have incentive to have like check out the other consoles games i guess oh i see what you mean okay so kind of like all both of us high tide rises all ships type deal we're just yeah okay i see what you're saying so say both of us playstation owners Mm. we play avengers and uh we both love spider-man we play avengers and then i don't know um yeah i guess what other game would you want to see on xbox that could be like a marvel let's just say there's a cameo in the Avengers game okay. from Doctor Strange. Oh. And then it's revealed mm. that um, 
I don't know who would make a good Doctor Strange game that Xbox owns, but Doctor Strange is going to be an Xbox exclusive video game series. That'd be hot. Now, Doctor Strange isn't like when you think Avengers, he's not the first guy you think of. Right. Same way Spider Man, not the first guy you think of. Um so you have a for argument's sake, a Doctor Strange Xbox series going on, a PlayStation Spider Man series going on. Right. And then the Avengers series, if it's a multi-game series or a 10-year single-game series, uh, has events that would make side missions in these games or make some connections to these games. I think if that pitch was actually real, I would be someone who would be interested in getting an Xbox just oh, to see no. the Doctor Strange game. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. If the day they announce a character that I love in Marvel... That's exclusive mm-hmm. to Xbox. I will be buying an Xbox. I'm sorry, like I w- I will be buying an Xbox. I'm so stupid because wait, wait, the uh, Xbox X Men. They should just get the X Men series. <laughs> you just did something. Ow! Oh, wait, that would be really hot. That'd be really hot. A I don't whole, know why I I didn't know oh why I didn't man a whole X Men on Xbox wait that would be hot yeah that would that that would make me buy the Xbox no absolutely no cap right there that'd be mm. 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 I'm trying to think of like what other um cause oh man what about Guardians where well, see, Guardians where is would you see to be that? another series from Square Enix really yes I, and Idos. Who did Rise of the Tomb, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the third, the third Tomb one. Raider? Right. Oh, they're rumored to working on a on a Guardians, Guardians game? game. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I mean, that that's so. Like, I mean, that's what I don't think we're gonna get. Like this hypothetical MGU, like it to be as, um, like how do I explain it? Like as woven in and as. Uh, dense, if you will, as opposed to like the MCU. You know what I'm saying? Because just yeah. like you said before, like making a game is such a much bigger endeavor as opposed exactly. to making a film. Which even in itself, a film is a huge endeavor. But like making a game that takes f- three, four, five years to make, etc. And what if there's a delay? Exactly. Like, like no. delays. Yeah. Like I feel like just game development in itself is such a long-term thing that to even make them line up, you know, would be difficult in itself. But maybe, maybe, I don't know. Like, like, like maybe they are, maybe they do understand that and maybe they're going to do it very limited. Like maybe it's, um, you know, like those type of strands of connections are like, if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like if there's something in Avengers that's like a small little thing that links with Spider-Man PS4, Boom! You like have that if you know Spider-Man PS4, but if you don't, you would think it just references just Spider-Man in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I really think if we do get anything close to this, that's the extent of it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. what I could see is if Square Enix wants to tie their Guardians and uh, Avengers game together at some point. Yeah. See that happen? Oh yeah. Um, Insomniac wants to take a break after. Spider-Man 2 to do another Marvel character that takes place in New York. Right. See that happen and crossing over with Spider-Man. Right. So I really think it comes down to uh, whoever is in charge of it. If they have the 
the size and capability to branch out in the Marvel universe, I think it's going to be contained that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel um, that. I feel that. Now, you were making another comparison also to uh, the, the film series again. Mm-hmm. What I think could work interesting and could differentiate itself from Avengers, Spider-Man, and the MCU, I think they could take someone like a Don't-Nod maybe and have them tackle an episodic series that crosses over. Now, it's not as exciting maybe as having a full-blown AAA big-budget game where you're crossing over left and right with superheroes, but... Oh, my God. I just... uh, make an episode about Spider-Man, make an episode about Daredevil, make an episode about Wolverine, and then episode five, they're all coming together to solve a problem. Something like that. What if it's like, don't nod, but like, mutants? And yeah, I like, could see him tackle that. That would be really good. You know don't nod X-Men is something that I've actually thought about before. Don't, I think they would ooh, nail. they would nail that. Mm, that'd be hot. Mm-hmm. That'd be really hot, yeah. Is the... Uh, the Guardians Telltale series that is a part of the Marvel Games Initiative, is it? Is it, or is it kind of not, or is it right before it? Like, what does I that kind of stand? I think it still counts as being a post Marvel Games like uh, initiative. Because I know, like, there was a big comp. I'm trying to remember when it was. I think it was when they announced Star on PS4 officially, where it's like, hey, like this is what we doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like this. Like I'm. I think that happened before. The Guardian Soto series, maybe, which I do need to play that before it gets ripped off of existence as a whole. Yeah, me too. I I I do need to do that. So that's something that is probably in the backlog. But hmm, very interesting stuff. Very interesting. Like just just all this Marvel games. Like if it actually fits together, or and like how it fits together. You know. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh... It's difficult because, like we've said already, making a game is, like, insanely difficult. And there's so many problems that could happen and licensing and stuff like that. So, I don't know if it'll happen the way we think it'll happen. But I definitely think that there could be avenues to get there. Um, Ultimate Alliance is out now on the Mm -hmm. Switch. Mm -hmm. And in that game, you mentioned this earlier... Uh, Yuri Lowenthal voices Spider-Man in there. Uh, Nolan North returns to voice Deadpool like he did for the Deadpool video. Voices Rocket, and Rocket was played by Nolan North in the Guardians game uh, from Telltale. There's uh, Steve Bloom, who historically has played Wolverine in like every animated Wolverine thing. Really? He's in there as Wolverine. Hmm. So like a lot of Marvel voice talent collaborated and was cast and brought into the fold for Ultimate Alliance 3. Right. So maybe again, spitballing, trying to like flesh out a Marvel uh, Marvel Universe in the gaming world. Maybe one of the characters that comes to Marvel's Avengers is Spider-Man. Maybe you. I think Insomniac was very smart by making the, the, the advanced suit their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that way, sure, add Spider-Man as a DLC character to the Avengers. But it's not going to be PS4 Spider-Man, even if it's Yuri's voice. I really? think we could do something okay. like that. Right, right. I see, I see. Okay, I see. Okay, I see, I see. 
Like, I think you it, don't think the advanced suit would be in Marvel games. No, I'm sorry. In Marvel Avengers, excuse me. Crystal Dynamics. Uh, maybe exclusively on PS4. That's what that I was skin. thinking, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. But, like, it wouldn't be that Spider-Man. Right. Or it's would just it, a, Spider-Man a Spider-Man that Crystal Dynamics wrote that Yuri Lowenthal voiced. Right. Okay, I see. I, I think see. that may also be a realistic thing. And I right. think it would all spawn out of the Avengers at that point. I don't think it would be, oh, here's the Doctor Strange game and he's going to be in Avengers 2. Like, I don't think we'd get that. Uh, the way they're pitching Avengers as a living game, at some point we're going to have a pretty big roster, I think, to select from. Yeah. Spider-Man is a big character that could sell that game. But I think it comes down to trying to work around exclusivity and different studios, yeah, but making it feel like it's kind of that, you know? Because that's where it gets mully, because, like, I mean, you know, obviously Insomniac Games knows their specific Spider-Man PS4, Peter Parker, the best, because they made it, mm-hmm. right? So to even, like, flirt with the idea of having that character in another game that's not developed by Insomniac, I don't know if that... I mean, maybe Insomniac, you know, for, like, maybe two months, they they send out a group of 10 developers over that, like, worked hands-on on creating Spider-Man. They, they like, help with writing uh, Spider-Man PS4 into Crystal Dynamics to make it, like, as their vision and, like, as what they've created as close as possible, even mm-hmm. though it's developed by Crystal... Like, maybe they have that type of thing going on, you know? Yeah, even when that, I feel like that's exactly. a big I mean, ask, you know, yeah. from a corporate side of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I just, and don't, like, know. I just don't know. I haven't played any of Ultimate Alliance 3 yet, right? but um, I'm sure Yuri brings the same exact energy and cadence that he brought to Spider-Man on the PS4. Uh-huh. So I think a lot of it will, like, if you get Yuri Lowenthal to voice Spider-Man in Marvel's Avengers, even if he is, like, in his continuity not the same Spider-Man that we know already, it's going to feel familiar, you know? It's going right. to feel like Spider-Man because of his voice. And I think, like you said, Insomniac knows them so well. I think at this point, Yuri does too. That's honestly a lot more favorite point than I was making, yeah. Yeah, like, at at the end of the day, you know, as much as Insomniac wrote the lines for their Spider-Man that they wanted to make, like, Yuri still gave that performance Yeah. at the end of the day. So bringing in Yuri might just be what it is you know mm-hmm. and like maybe yuri could have like creative influence on like what spider-man what like he feels his spider-man would say in this scenario as opposed to like them writing out maybe i don't know i assume that's not the freedom that they get as voice actors but i don't know i don't know i feel easter eggs will be the cohesion between marvel games at best yeah so kevin mack is making the point that like all right yeah like, he definitely feels like it's gonna be just like easter eggs you know, yeah, that tie it together. Like maybe some references, like with the uh, the West Coast Avengers thing. Yeah, maybe in uh, the beginning of Avengers, they reference like someone's like, "Oh, shouldn't you be in New York?" And it's like, "Oh no, we left Spider Man to take care of everything." Like something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, something I think like that. I think realistically, that's the best we get. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Even though it would be like, imagine a side mission where like. I don't know. Maybe the six plays in between Spider-Man PS4 and the sequel. Mm-hmm. Iron Man goes over and helps out with something, you know? Yeah. And there's like a quick, a quick little conversation with Spider-Man. Yuri is the voice of it. 
just something quick, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then he goes back to West Coast, just like a quick set. Like that would be cool. Mm-hmm. And like you're 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 in Manhattan. Yeah, that would be neat. You know what I'm saying? So, the thing that really gets me interested about all of this, mm. like, there's a lot of interesting things about the voice talent behind these characters and who's portraying them and what studio owns what. But uh, the thing that's really puzzling me is Iron Man VR. Right. Because different voice actor, it's not Nolan North, uh, different visual style, different Iron Man suit, owned by PlayStation, studio owned by PlayStation, Camouflage. Who's who's the developer of this game? Camouflage. Camouflage. Okay. Do we know any of their past work? Um, I know they did something, but I'm blanking on what it is. If you want to look it up, it's camouflage with a J instead of a G and E. Okay. Um, so since PlayStation has the exclusivity for Iron Man VR, it's from a studio that I believe they own, Ooh. or it might be Second Party Insomniac style. Um, they did a really? game called Republic. Okay, I'm familiar with the name of that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. I just don't know what it was. Uh, let's see, episode of Metro Self video game. Okay, interesting. It was on mobile. Okay, gotcha. So what I was saying was, could that Iron Man team up with Insomniac Spider Man, since those two are both owned by PlayStation? Oh, I see what you're saying here. And That's that quite point, interesting. At that point, what happens with these ideas we're pitching out there for connecting to Avengers? Does that get thrown out because now we have a different Spider-Man and a different Iron Man on one side, nothing on Xbox except Avengers? That gets very interesting. Very yeah. interesting because – huh. I mean, if they make that connection, if they bring Iron Man VR's Iron Man into Spider-Man PS4's universe, that completely negates the Crystal Dynamics Iron Man. And it adds more confusion. Huh. But then that would make more sense because they're both... VR Iron Man was just a scroll the whole time. That's how they got away with it. Or if they fling in the multiverse effect. Yeah, that could be a thing too. And and explain that. Maybe they... uh, Hmm, that could be quite. Hmm, hmm. I don't know if I like that. The multiverse yeah. of madness, Kevin Mack yeah. was in the chat. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It's it's interesting. We turn to that next because traditionally, the multiverse and Marvel, it's like nothing. Like Spider Verse is the multiverse thing that we get, and then mainline Marvel. There's the six one six universe. That's uh-huh. like the Amazing Spider Man, the Incredible Hulk. And then there's the Ultimate Universe. I forget what number it is, but gotcha. that's where you get Ultimate Spider-Man. That's where Miles was introduced. Let's and see. Spider-Verse is where it gets like 10 million different realities crazy. Right, right, right. DC is the thing that really hammers in. There's like infinite Batmans, there's infinite Supermans. They're all different. And they cross over sometimes for like cataclysmic events. Right. That's their thing. Marvel doesn't touch that much. Really? Spider-Verse... Is the exception there? Is the only one that like kind of does that multiverse type deal? Okay, interesting. Right. There hmm. is there is like the concepts of multiverse in Marvel, but it's not like their event thing. Right. Where DC, it's like that's their bread and butter. Okay, I see. Interesting. 
Interesting. So if there if that is a shift that we're seeing as time goes on through different Marvel content, that's interesting to me from like a nerd perspective. But um, I mean, the, one, the history lines up differently. Right, right. One thing also like could obviously San Diego Comic Con. We had the Marvel Games panel, of course, and then we got uh, you know I think yesterday or two days ago as of this recording was it Saturday. I forgot if it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Uh, the infamous Hall H Marvel Studios. Where we got the full rundown of Phase Four and a little bit of Phase Five, mm-hmm. right? Could that be telling of maybe the avenues of IP that they want to bolster up in terms of Marvel games as well? Not, not, not saying directly, but maybe there could be some, maybe, perhaps. You know what I'm saying? No, I obviously, they're both crazy. This, but like, you know, for example, like we got Spider-Man PS4 at the birth of Spider-Man Homecoming. This mm-hmm. research. You know, like I'm not saying that was a direct correlation, but possibly there could have been some sort of correlation there. I think you're definitely right because of how Marvel treats their comics. Yeah. Um, for the last when it, so like 2008 onward, when Marvel Studios started really picking up steam, mm. uh, they started like treating the X Men like they were nothing gotcha. because Marvel Studios. It's more actually when the Disney purchase happened. Um, Marvel Studios under the Disney uh, umbrella right. didn't own X-Men. Fox owned X-Men. Gotcha. So they had what they worked with and what we know from the MCU so far. And on the comic side of things, we saw people like uh, Iron Man got a bigger focus. We saw um, the mid-20-teens, uh, we got Captain Marvel being uh, changed from Ms. Marvel to Captain Marvel getting a big spotlight leading up to the years before the film. Uh, Black Panther also has gotten some retooling. So, and meanwhile, the X-Men, nobody knows what to do with the X-Men right now. Yeah. The reboot of the X-Men comic from like ground zero reboot is starting this week. Really? Yes. Didn't know that. Okay. Interesting. So like Marvel got the rights back on the movie side to do X-Men films now. Right. And they're finally going to like really seriously like establish the X-Men in the uh, Marvel comics universe again. Interesting. So you're definitely right in saying that their, their material surrounding the films often reflects their focus. Right. Right. So then, I mean, what phase four stuff do you want to see? Because not connected directly, obviously, but like, what IPs from the Phase Four that they've announced could make for good games? You already said Doctor Strange, which I think could yeah. be lit. That could be a I really, want, really good game. I want to slightly saying? modify that. Okay. Doctor Strange VR. <laughs> I feel like would be incredible. Christian, you made me shed a tear. With how trippy that could get, like the that could be taking the dope. rings, the, the yeah. portals and stuff <gasps> at once. Real cool. I like that idea. I really do. I really do. You're always speaking to me. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Blade. I'm, oh, could, I'm trying to think of a Black Panther game. I wonder well, I how that could go. Cool game. I think that would be really cool. But I'm trying to think of like what exactly that would be. It would. Yeah. I think it would be similar to Batman in the, the uh, combat stealth portions. Okay. Probably closer than Spider-Man is. Okay. Um, Interesting. Interesting. I think... like Obviously, I feel like a good Captain America game would be cool, but... Any of the Avengers from Square Enix, I don't think, are going to be getting their own standalone games anytime soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
in my heart, I would love to see a Daredevil game. Dude. Now, okay, completely not connected to games, right? Mm-hmm. Do you really think Daredevil, the series, is like done, done? Because I, I mean, I, I don't know. You- because there, the thing is, there was a, a rule that Netflix had that they couldn't use those characters for two years after they ended. Okay. And Mahershala Ali, who was recently cast as Blade, yep. was in Luke Cage was. as Coppermouth, I Co- believe. Cottonmouth? Cottonmouth? I, I didn't watch Luke Cage at all, but I know he was Cottonmouth in that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Uh, they're taking that guy who played a villain, making him Blade in a film. Right. So it's it's iffy. Like, I love Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Dude, Charlie Cox... I mean, Daredevil in itself is an incredible, incredible. Season three, legitimately, I think is honestly a perfect season of any form of television or streaming media. Season three is, like, perfect. I loved season three so much. My friend Jack, who did uh, 18 episodes of Excelsior, a Marvel podcast with me, Mm. uh, also thinks that. He thinks season three of Daredevil is, like, perfect. It's perfect. I, lo- I loved it. And it's so sad to see you go. So, yeah. I have Doug speaking. For how much people love Charlie Cox and John Bernthal and Kristen Ritter as Daredevil, Punisher, and Jessica Jones. Right. I don't think it's out of the question that they could be retooled in some way once Marvel can. Yeah. I don't know if they would like reboot with the same actors or kind of just be like, oh yeah, they they've been a, they've been around for a while, like they've had their things before. Now with the, I don't know if you know, but with the Netflix and Marvel deal, are they allowed? So is it that they can use the characters again after two years, or the narratives can carry over, or is that just, I, or do they own the narrative and the events of the shows, but the characters can be used again after two years? I think it is those characters cannot be used for two years. Okay. So they, I, in theory, might own one through three of Daredevil. Yeah, I'm not sure the specifics there. And I, it's not super clear, grand scheme, like anyone knows the answer really right now. Right. Okay. I see. But I, see. I could easily see them be like, yeah, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. He already had his origin. But the series didn't happen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, like, it still exists, you know? Right. And that you know, that character's still out there. But, like, for as far as canon MCU is concerned, like, maybe they just want to brush it aside. Um, But there's no rule about a Daredevil game being done right now. Yeah, I th- I'm trying to think of what... I would see a Daredevil more of, like, a... Um, like, would, like, a I... stealth action game work with well for Daredevil? You know I what I'm saying? So earlier when I said maybe Insomniac wants to take a break after Spider-Man 2. Oh. Daredevil game because Spider-Man and Daredevil are tight. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, and there was but, c- calls to Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that. And I exactly. believe Daredevil was also Nelson and Murdoch name. find their – Yeah. Nelson Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So hmm. I think I think a stealth game would be pretty decent. But I'm trying hmm. – I'm trying to like tie it to like what – yeah, and I mean, we are we have been brainstorming a lot throughout the episode about future Marvel projects we'd love to see. Um, I got a couple. I think Ubisoft can make a real cool Punisher game. Really? With their experience in open world games and um, Tom Clancy games. 
Okay. I feel like that's right up their alley. Interesting. You know, interesting. Right. Going crazy, uh, hunting down bad guys. That could work. Um, oh, don't nod X Men makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think don't nod X Men is what I really would want. That would be hot. But mm. uh, yeah, I guess it would be some Punisher because like he'd be, you know, the the like checkbox aspect of like of those games by Ubisoft could be like him hunting down high value targets and stuff like that mm. in a way. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I see that. I see. Very interesting. Cause, cause I feel like there could be a lot of games or a lot of characters that could fit easily into the like Spider-Man PS4 and Batman archetype of that like third person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm trying to think of like IPs that would lend themselves good to like a different genre. Yes. You know, that would make it a little bit of a diversifying aspect as opposed to like having like the same kind of third person perspective. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that like that type of game. So that's right. That's like, 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 like I'm trying to think of um, characters that would fit well with like a different genre, you know, but yeah. And that's why I do think don't not X-Men is a good idea. I think um, strange VR is a great VR. That is such a good idea. God, give me that. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really hope that happens. That would be so hot. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think Nintendo could do a cool, like, Young Avengers or West Coast Avengers kind of game. That's hmm. like a bit more than what Ultimate Alliance is, as far as like the minute-to-minute gameplay and like a little deeper. Okay. But um, much more focused on a cast. Right. Uh, that that could be interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Where does Black Panther fit? Hmm. I don't know. Because Black yeah, Panther, not... I just think of a Spider-Man PS4 type, you know, type format. Yeah, if I was Black Panther, I'd want to be like open world yeah. Wakanda and like locations in Africa to play around in. Right. Um. But yeah, I, th- I think Doctor Strange being a VR game or maybe Jessica Jones being a narrative-based detective game could be yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of range within Marvel, and I think they have a lot of characters that would fit copy-paste in the Spider-Man position, and while I would be happy to see some characters get a game fully like dedicated to themselves like Spider-Man did, I do think what you said about trying to have different styles of games different genres is much more exciting yeah yeah because because and, and like it's obviously the movie aspect of it but uh you know they announced this weekend that they're gonna be making their first like scary movie with dr strange uh um what's it called multiverse of madness and like that seems like definitely not pro- probably not exactly and probably not literally the response but it seems like kind of a response to like people how some people have the opinion that, like, they feel that MCU movies are pretty much, like, very similar in a way, mm-hmm. you know? So I like that, especially how they're kind of, like, looking at the first... Quantic Dream doing a Jessica Jones game. I like that. Maybe. Wait, do I like that? I would like to see them handle something Marvel. I think they they do narrative games very well. The You know, like I said before, Detroit... Great game. Two thumbs up. Free on PS Plus this month. Pick it up. Very good. Yeah. Very I, I think there's a lot of potential for lots of talented teams to make some cool Marvel games. So I'm, I'm 
I hope we get some new announcements in the next year or so. It would be cool to have a new thing to look forward to. Yeah. Obviously, we know Spider-Man 2 is coming. Yep. Um, maybe some more hints about that. Maybe some hints about like what to expect out of a sequel. Villains, teases, maybe that would be fun. But we're probably a little ways out from that. Yeah. And uh, Avengers is most definitely going to be the focus for the next... What is it now? Eight months? Seven months? It's May? 2020? April, April 2020. I think math. Some uh, I no, thought it's May. It's May. It's May. You're why right, does May twenty first come to my head? I don't think it's May. I don't think it's that late, is it? No, it could be. I don't know. Whenever it comes out, we'll be playing it. We'll give our opinions. Exactly. All the all the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Am I am I pre- prepared to say just like Anthem will be my game? I'm looking forward to in January. We'll see. Will it end up like Anthem? I hope not. Ta- ta- time will tell. I tell you, time, time will tell. <laughs> so until Avengers, we do have Ultimate Alliance to keep us busy. And Kevin, you're going to be hopping into Ultimate Alliance pretty soon. So if yeah. people want to follow your opinions about Ultimate Alliance, where can they find you? At the KDS3 down here on my lower third. Also opinions and thoughts on my journey towards the Batman Arkham series. Getting into that. You know what I'm saying? Follow yes. my journey. Well, well, I think Arkham City is the best one. Will it hold up as the second of pretty much any series is the best? We'll see. I don't know. Well, we shall see. Where can the good people find you, Chris and Buckley? If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me. I just said it. But okay. <laughs> uh, YouTube.com slash joyclicks. If you'd like to hear me talk about Marvel, I've got 19 episodes in the total series of Excelsior Marvel podcast on podcast services. And like I said, YouTube.com slash joyclicks. But, uh, yeah, that is going to wrap up the Marvel Games Universe episode. Indeed. Um, next week, maybe Kevin's done with Arkham. Maybe I'm done with Arkham City. Maybe we have an Arkham discussion. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. I don't know yet. We'll see what happens. That, but uh, that until could be then. A thing. Greatness awaits. See ya. Cheers.